Sitting here with head volleyball coach Sarah Beth Upchurch. Glad to have you here. Of course, you're no stranger to the area um, since you did grow up here, right? Yes, I grew up in Blossom, um, and that is where I still live today. <laughs> well, there you go. So, I, obviously, you probably Prairie Land, I'm assuming. Tell us a little bit about your school, um, college, sports you played, things like that. Yeah, um, I graduated. Like I said, I grew up in Blossom. I graduated from, from Prairie Land in 2011, um, went there my entire life. I was a four-sport athlete there. I, I played volleyball, obviously, uh, basketball, softball, and I ran track. Um, after uh, Prairie Land, I had the opportunity to play college volleyball at PJC. Um, I played there under Coach Manus, um, loved it, and then I decided to continue my education at UT Tyler, and that's where I lived for about three years um, until I moved to my very first job. So, yeah. And what, so what year did you graduate high school and not trying to throw your age around or anything, but uh, what year did you graduate um, high school and college? Um, I graduated high school in 2011 and then I graduated college in 2015 and then I became a head coach in the same year. I was 22 and so my first season as a head coach was also in 2015. And where was your, where, where was your first uh, head coach? Um, right out of college, I got the opportunity to be a head coach in a very small town called Latexo, Texas. Um, it is about an hour and a half south of Tyler, uh, near a town called Crockett. Uh, people might know where Crockett is. It was a little two-way, wonderful little community, very similar to how, to how we grew up in Blossom, um, and just a really good opportunity for me to get my feet wet. And then from there, you moved to Rivercrest, is that correct? Yes. So, so from there, um, I had the opportunity and I really wasn't even looking to come home. Um, I had lived away on my own for a long time. Um, but the Lord I felt really had led me to the job at Rivercrest, um, where I've spent the past two years and absolutely loved it. It was an amazing job and really feel like, uh, I was led to come home. So. And I, I can tell you from, um, just hearing stories, um, about you, um, you know, I have close ties to Rivercrest, obviously, because <laughs> right. my dad uh, does all the pictures. And then, of course, my mom owns a clinic out there. So so they're really close to Rivercrest. So I had actually heard about you coming to North Lamar before I think it was actually announced because <laughs> my dad was really upset about this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know anything about you except through my dad, and he was really upset that you were leaving Rivercrest to come to North Lamar. I can just tell you that. Well, let me tell you, I just love your parents. Um, your dad has been such a big part of my journey at Rivercrest, and your your mom as well. Um, anytime that I've gotten sick, I have just called her and been like, Patricia, I need to come see you. And she's like, come on in. So she was awesome because she would really treat us coaches like our own, and she knew how busy we were. And just your dad, you know, he always uh, covered our girls really well, and I always appreciated that, you know, he – really felt how important our girls were and so I will forever be in debt to them for that. I can tell you he does the same thing for me whenever <laughs> I need pictures taken and my mom does too whenever I'm sick I can just say <laughs> yeah. hey Patricia I need some help and yeah. she does the same so so it's um so you're one of the family we'll just say. Correct yeah I hope so I feel like it for sure. <laughs> okay so what made you decide to um put in for the North Lamar job um how, how did that go about? You know, um, 
I, it's no secret that I, I really am very career-oriented. Um, however, I will say I was very happy at Rivercrest. Um, it was an amazing job and, an, and a really good opportunity with great kids. You know, I'm always looking to advance myself, and I, I never really, you know, when I put in for Northamar, I, I took it in the mindset of, hey, you know, if this works out, great. If it doesn't, great. You know, it's kind of like whatever the Lord wants me to do, that's what I'm going to do. And so I knew it was I knew it was a good opportunity just because of the tradition that Northamar has always had uh, growing up here. And I thought I, I thought that I could, you know, put in for it and maybe get a shot at it. And, you know, here I am four months later. So <laughs> awesome. We'll be right back with more from Coach Up Church. Welcome back to the Halftime Show on Mix 1077, sitting here with head coach uh, Sarah Beth Upchurch. Okay, so when you got the job here at North Lamar, how quickly were you trying to find out about the players you had here? I mean, with watching film or talking to coaches and stuff, was it an immediate thing or was it just, uh, you know, wait till the summer, wait till closer and just find out in person? Uh, what was that like? Yeah, when I first realized that, or when I found out I was going to get the job, you know, immediately I, I told Coach Miyabi, hey, you know, I, I want to come in and I want to meet these girls. You know, I really did not ask around. Um, I'm one of those. I wanted to see them in person. I wanted to meet them in person. I didn't really care about opinions. Um, and so I, I said, hey, I want to take off work from Rivercrest and I want to come over during the period one day and I just, I want to meet with them and I want to talk to them, see what they got. And he said, okay. And so I guess it was about April um, I started kind of coming over here during the period a little bit, taking a half day and started coming over. So it, it was fairly quickly that I really wanted to get my foot in the door and really get to know the girls because I definitely didn't want to wait until two a days. I wanted to get to know them so that we could start building relationships. You mentioned tradition earlier. Um, you know, growing up in this area, it, it, there is such a rich volleyball tradition, um, whether it was Prairie Land um, winning yeah. so many district titles all those years mm -hmm. um, or North Lamar, the, the tradition they've had here. Um, how important is, is it for you as a coach um, in this area and growing up here to try and continue that, uh, that tradition? You know, when I was in high school, um, I did come from a school that had a lot of tradition in winning district, um, obviously having a state title in 2001. But, you know, North Amar was always a program across the board, volleyball, basketball, softball, track. You know, those, those, uh, those programs were always so successful here. And, and Lamar County in general has always been um, very successful, especially in the girls' side of sports um, and volleyball especially. And so, you know, I, I do feel like I have experience in, in the kind of work that it takes to, to keep a tradition going. And that's very important to me because I think a lot of times people write us off as, you know, these Northeast Texas kids, small community, um, and they don't realize that we have a lot to offer. And so, you know, keeping the tradition of North Mar is extremely important to me because I want those kids that grow up here to grow up knowing how good this program is and wanting to be a part of this tradition as well. Okay, so you have a really talented team this year, um, obviously. Um, the record kind of speaks for itself there. Talk about the team and their progress so far in your in your mind. You know, we, we definitely – I talk to the girls a lot about not being concerned with record. Um, 
I having a good good record is awesome, but we talk about the process. You know, every day every day we're talking about what are we doing to get better every single day. You know, win or lose, even if we lose, did we get better? Did we feel like we got better at, at one little bitty thing? And if we did, then it was a success. You know, um, so the the fact that these girls just come in here and work so hard, I think speaks for itself. We have progressed every single game. I feel that every single time we've left the gym or or you know, left a team, I feel like we have gotten better. And so I just have slowly watched this team get better and better and better and already being the athletes that they are, it's like the sky's the limit for us, honestly. Okay, so you're talking about wins and 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 stuff not uh obviously that that not went not mattering as much uh, <laughs> uh, and, and i know and i know what you mean there i, I get that um de- dealing with preseason obviously or pre-district wins and losses don't matter as long as you're as long as you're getting better and and i think I, that's what I, I believe you're trying to say there and that leads me to my next question with district coming up in a couple of weeks and you know this is a team north lamar that is that is used to winning district and it's used to um being a um a powerhouse in district and then last year kind of got derailed and you know paris wins district um is that something that you as a coach have you know talked to your team about as far as okay that's a goal we're going to reclaim district and we're going to get back to that or is it just one of those things where you kind of you know we're going to play the best we can and then we're not going to worry about that until we get there and just see what happens you know I guess I definitely don't want to come off as like you know let's just see what happens but when it comes to winning district and things like that you know I guess it's kind of one of those things where we come in here and every single day we talk about, you know, if if we work hard and, and when we outwork everybody else, we're going to win. You know, the wins kind of have taken care of themselves uh, because we really tend to outwork people. And so I think a lot of times um, when we talk about our goals as a team, um, honestly, we kind of assume that, you know, we're here to win. And, uh, you know, it, it, that means taking district. And, and also, one thing we always talk about is how far we can go in the playoffs. You know, I tell them all the time, nobody cares if you're, you know, 30 and 5 or 30 and 2 if you can't go, you know, more than one round deep in the playoffs. So, obviously, going to the playoffs and going as far as we can is really our most important goal. But I will say, these girls are ready to reclaim district. Um, they are really ready to get out there and kind of show the community that we're back and that we're ready to claim that title again. So, yeah, I would say, I would say so. We'll be right back with more from Coach Upchurch. Sitting here with head volleyball coach Sarah Beth Upchurch. Okay, something I've noticed about this team is is you have a bunch of different types of leaders. Um, you've got some very vocal leaders on the court, um, and then you also have some very quiet leaders that, uh, you know, they just go out there and lead by example. Um, is that something you've seen in other teams that you've coached, or is that something unique to, to this team this year? I've had a team like this one other time um, where I've really had two or three really great leaders and maybe one or two of them be my, you know, my silent leaders or my leaders by example, like you said. You know, uh, Madeline Clark, for example, you know, she's going to be talking the kids up. You know, she's going to be really loud and excited. And then you have like Emma Stewart, you know, one of my other captains. Emma is, is really to herself. 
she's cool, calm, and collected. You can't really rattle her. She gets after it every single day. And here's the deal, you know, she's not gonna yell and scream like me, you know, or like some of the other girls, but people follow her because she just leads by her work ethic. And, you know, so there's, I think, a place on this team for both types of leaders. And obviously it's really worked in our favor. And I really treasure those times whenever I do have kids who lead by example, but I also need those kids like maybe Madeline who, you know, uh, get after the kids and, and, you know, encourage them and yell kind of like me sometimes. So I think there's a place for both. And I think that's what makes our team uh, pretty special. So, yell like you just said um <laughs> you, you are very animated um as a coach and even in when I interview you you could be very very animated and so what I want to know is is that just with sports or is this an everyday thing with you where you're just extremely hyper and <laughs> animated <laughs> That's funny because when I hit, when I get home, I'm like on the couch, (laughs) like not doing anything. (laughs) Um, No, I really honestly, this is me pretty much all the time. And especially when it comes to my job, I'm very passionate about what I do. And it's because I love what I do. I love my job and I love volleyball and I love the kids. And so I I'm pretty much like this all the time because really this is pretty much all I do. (laughs) I have no other life. (laughs) Well, people, okay. So people often forget though, that coaches are teachers. (laughs) I mean, that's your main job is to teach kids, not just be a coach. So what, what do you teach? What, what grades, uh, where are you at? Uh, or do you just, do you just hide from teaching and just coach volleyball? (laughs) Well, I know everyone is going to be like typical coach. Uh, no, I, this is my first year to not be in the classroom. Um, I get to be at Stone all day and do all athletic periods and sixth grade pre-athletics. So this is new for me. Um, I actually, my degree, I have a bachelor's in history. And so I have actually taught history and it's been tested uh, for the past three years. So I'm actually used to being in the classroom And actually, surprisingly, I thoroughly enjoy teaching history. Um, I'm a nerd that way, and I I love being in the classroom. So I do kind of miss it, but I also love the fact that I get to really do sports all day now. So that's pretty nice. Okay, so you've pretty much, the the next thing I was going to get into is what you do for fun, but apparently you're a lazy bum. (laughs) This is what I've just learned is that you don't uh, you don't do anything for fun. You just play volleyball and and teach volleyball and teach PE and then you go home and you watch Netflix and binge watch all day. Um, actually, I love documentaries. Okay, I am a nerd that way. No, I'm very outdoorsy. Me and my mom love to go hiking especially like an off season, you know, or toward the end of softball. We really love to go to Broken Bow and go hiking. That's kind of been our new thing. I love to ride my bike on our trail. Um, I live right next to the trail in Blossom, so I get to ride my bike. I love to play co-ed softball. I'm usually on a co-ed softball team every year, so I'm very outdoorsy. But during season, yeah, I really enjoy my couch. (laughs) Okay, so if it's your last meal on earth, this is kind of a morbid thing to say, but if it was your last meal on earth, what are you eating? <laughs> okay. Well, I, my mom will appreciate this because it's the meal that she has cooked. At, you know, I lived away for four years. So every single time I would come home, which was not very often, she would cook me hamburger steak <laughs> with gravy, macaroni, and mashed potatoes, and sweet tea. 
So I would have to say that is my favorite meal and that would probably be, that would be a good last meal. It's, it's super, it sounds super Southern, but it is totally true. <laughs> okay. So I, everybody, everybody, I'm sure is wondering the same question I am. Cream gravy or brown gravy? Brown gravy. <laughs> okay. I guess with a hamburger steak, you have to have well, brown gravy. I, I like, I like both. Like if I go to Popeye's, I like cream gravy. <laughs> okay. Okay. But if it's hamburger steak, it's got to be brown gravy. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. My dad being from New York is huge on brown gravy. Like yes. he prefers it with his mashed potatoes. He wants brown gravy with everything. Really? Yeah. And I like brown gravy and I'm good with that, but there's just something about cream gravy. Now yes. the hamburger steak has to have brown gravy, yes. but but cream gravy on mashed potatoes. Totally. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. Coach, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Um, and I can just tell you for the last couple of weeks that I've gotten to know you and watch you got, watching your team and watching you, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you are, you're energetic. You're a lot of fun out there. And, uh, and the girls, I've talked to some of them, and they absolutely love you. And uh, so thank you for doing this for, with this. Uh, and um, good luck the rest of the way. And we'll definitely be uh, following and keeping up and uh, keeping the people informed. Thank you so much for having me, and go Panthers. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we come back. Adam and I are going to break down the first half of tonight's action between North Lamar and Mount Pleasant on Mix 107.7.